Lend us your ears like sweet little dears. It's time for a story with Nali Bali. This is the story of Feleng, the fish moth. Fishmoth loved stories. Mama, he said every night. Please tell us a story, please, please, please. Mama Fishmoth only knew one story, and she was a bit tired of telling it. But Feleng and the other Fishmoth children begged her so much that she always gave in. She told them about her adventures in the kitchen. She spoke about her long journey there and about all the big, strange things. She had seen in the cupboards. Humans use so many things like cups and plates and spoons. They are very strange, she said. The best part of the story came when Mama Fishmoth told the children about all the food she had tasted. There were breadcrumbs and apple peels, delicious lumps of porridge, and grains of sugar behind the stove. Yum! 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 The fishmoth children murmured in dreamy voices, but after that, Mama Fishmoth always reached the terrible part of her story—the day a human had tried to squash her. I ran for my life, she said to the sleepy children. The children went off to sleep. Now, Mama could relax. The following day, Mama Fishmoth was still tired. But her children wanted to go out for lunch. Feleng, you are the oldest. Please take care of your sisters and brothers. And with that, Mama let her children go out for lunch. Yay! 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 Said the little fish moths. Fish moths don't eat every day, so the little fish moths were very hungry. They waited until the humans had left and the house was very quiet. Then. One by one, they slid out of the crack in the wall where they lived. Follow me," whispered Feleng. Up, up, up the leg of a huge table they slithered. On it were three or four open books, with paper and crayons scattered about. Look at all these tasty food," chuckled Feleng's sister. "No, don't eat the books. Eat this. It's tastier because of the crayon on it," she said, pointing to a crumpled up drawing. Soon, Feleng's brothers and sisters were busy nibbling at the drawing, but Feleng did not eat with them. He was staring at the black squiggles and the bright pictures on the open pages of the book. He climbed up onto it and began to move slowly and carefully from squiggle to squiggle. His little sister Fifi looked up and asked, "What are you doing, Feleng? Why aren't you eating?" Feleng just smiled. You wait and see. I'll tell you later. That night, 
when the little fish moths were cuddling up to their mother in the crack in the wall, Verlaine was about to speak. But before he could, Mama said, I know what you want. She was in a good mood after her peaceful day alone at home. You want me to tell you a story. Verlaine grinned. Not tonight, said Verlaine proudly. Fifi, tell Mama what I did today, he said. When Mama Fishmoth heard how Verlaine had moved along the squiggles in the book while the other children were eating, she was a little worried. What were you doing, Verlaine? she asked. All the children need to eat, you know. I can eat tomorrow, said Verlaine. Today I did something even better. I learned how to read. Then he explained how he had looked from the black marks on the page to the pictures. I realized that those black marks were telling me something about the picture, he said. After some time, I started to understand what the squiggles meant. They are letters. And letters make words, and words make sentences, and sentences make stories. So tonight, you can rest, Mama. Tonight, it's my turn to tell you a story. With that, Feleng told his mother and his brothers and his sisters a story about a human child who went down to the river and met a crocodile. What's a river? What's a crocodile? shouted the little fish moths. I don't know. Laughed Feleng. I'll have to find out tomorrow. But the picture showed a huge, scary creature with a very big mouth. Like a human, said Mama with a shudder. And all the fishmoth children shivered and moaned and twitched their little feelers. They cuddled up together, comforting each other. Soon the house was quiet and the tired fishmoths started to yawn. That meant it was time for bed. Come to the end of today's story. I'm Celia Malane, and if you would like more stories to read, visit nalibali.mobi on your cell phone. That's nalibali.mobi. You can also get nalibali supplements with great stories and activities available every Sunday in the Sunday Times Express and the Sunday World, on Tuesdays in the Daily Dispatch, and on Thursdays in the Herald. Thank you to the producers Leon Fisser, Cassie Laus, and Vion Fenter.